in a world longing for spiritual renewal, the companions of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, answered the call of sincere believers. Their faith and unwavering commitment to Islam lit a flame of hope in a world engulfed in darkness. Join us on Footprints as we journey through the remarkable lives of these companions, exploring their enduring legacy and lessons that they left behind for all of humanity. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to our series on the lives of the companions of the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. In today's episode, we will discuss one of the greatest women that have ever walked the earth. A woman who was fortunate to be the first of the wives of the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. A woman for whom Jibreel alayhi salam was sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to deliver salam to her. And this was of course the great Khadijatul Kubra radiallahu anha. So Khadijatul Kubra radiallahu anha was actually married a couple of times before she was married to the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam. The first of these times she was married to an individual by the name of Abu Hala. When Khadijatul Kubra and Abu Hala were married, they had two children. One of these children was named Hind and the other one was named Hala. Hence the name Abu Hala for the husband of Khadija radiallahu anha. This was as a matter of fact his alias. And now the sibling to Hala was Hind. This Hind is the one that is responsible for the very wonderfully descriptive hadith in which the description of the Prophet is arguably the best one, Hind ibn Abi Hala. Nonetheless, after the father, Abu Hala, moved on from this world, she would then get, get married to somebody else, this time to a man by the name of Atiq or Atiq bin Aid. From Atiq bin Aid, she would also bear two children, the first of these being an individual by the name of Safi and the other one by the name of Muhammad. This Muhammad, sorry, the first one being Hind and the second one being Safi, who is also known as Muhammad. The children and the offspring of this Muhammad go on later on to be referred to as or known as Banu Tahira, the children or the offspring of Tahira, which one was which was one of the nicknames of Khadijatul Kubra radiallahu ta'ala anha. Now, a little bit about Khadija radiallahu anha. We know she was, of course, the first of the wives of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Therefore, she was the Ummul Mu'mineen. She was the mother for the believers. And from the list of those who believed first in the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, she is the first of the women to believe in the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam after he was commissioned with prophethood with Nubuwa. And we know the very marvelous incident that took place when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam went to after isolation and going into seclusion had become beloved to him. He used to go to the cave of Hira and he would spend long periods of time there all by his lonesome and then we know on one occasion after perhaps six months or so had lapsed in this condition he was met by an angel Jibreel alayhi salam about which one of the poets said I'm and he was embraced he was released until he thought he was going to meet the end of his life and then he was ordered to read yet a second time couldn't 
do so, he responded by saying, I am unable to read. And after this happened the third time, Jibreel orders him to read. And this time, he doesn't just order him to read, but he reads to him the first five verses of the Holy Quran, which would then be revealed to him. And this was the first bit of revelation that the Prophet had revealed unto him. After this, the Prophet hurries home. And when he comes home, there his beloved wife, a woman of a very strong personality, a woman of penetrating wisdom, a woman whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed and endowed with numerous traits and special qualities, she would comfort the Prophet The Prophet would request her and ask her to cover him, zammiluni, zammiluni, and she would do so, waiting for him to be comforted, and then she would console him and pacify him, after which, when the Prophet himself would begin to narrate this entire incident to her, Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha would then tell her, comforting him again, You've got nothing to worry about. You will not be harmed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will not be hurt in any way by, the, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And instead, she begins to mention to the Prophet وسلم, some of his remarkable qualities. You are the one who ties family relationships. You're the one who makes these ties of kinship. You're the one who aids and help, helps and assists the poor and the needy. You're the one who fulfills the, 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 the when anybody comes to you with anybody, with, with any difficulty or any hardship, you're the one that takes care of them and you fulfill the right that they have over you. And she continues to speak about the Prophet Sallallahu qualities like this. But it was Khadija radiallahu anha who comforted the Prophet Sallallahu on this occasion knowing that Khadija radiallahu anha was indeed a rock of steadfastness herself. Her marriage with the Prophet sallallahu takes place after the Prophet sallallahu who was known in Mecca as As-Sadiq al-Amin, the most truthful and the most trustworthy one. When the people began to speak about the Prophet sallallahu greatly and they would speak very highly of him, she decided that perhaps she could also get an idea of what the Prophet Sallallahu honesty is like by requesting the Prophet Sallallahu to go on a business expedition for her. So Khadija Al-Kubra sends Maisara along with the Prophet and they would go on this journey and then they would return with a very handsome amount of profit. After which Khadija was a very prominent businesswoman from the woman of Mecca who had many other people proposing to her and hoping that they would marry her or she would be married to them. But she herself decides that she is going to put forth the proposal to have the Prophet ﷺ married to her. So it was then when Khadija ta'ala anha decides that 
to the uncle of the Prophet وسلم, namely Hamza anhu, she would have this proposal presented to him and Hamza anhu then would ask her uncle Amr ibn Asad if they are going to accept this proposal and of course everybody was very happy and with a dowry of 20 camels or so the Prophet وسلم, was then married off to Khadija anha. he was 25 years of age at the time while Khadija anha was 40 years old they would go on to have children and these were of course very great children from the boys there was Abdullah and there was Qasim Qasim the son of Khadija anha, of the Prophet وسلم, is the one from whom the alias Abu Qasim for the Prophet وسلم, is born so Abu Qasim was the Prophet وسلم, and then there was Abdullah as well. Others have mentioned that perhaps there was another child by the name of Tahir, and that we know there was Ibrahim, but maybe another name for uh, the children, for the child of the Prophet ﷺ was Ibrahim. So Ibrahim could be his name, or Abdullah could be his name, or they could be two names of the same child, nonetheless. So the Prophet ﷺ had four daughters with Khadija Anha as well. All of the children that the Prophet ﷺ had were from Khadija alone. So there was the two sons, and then there was Ruqayya, there was Zainab, there was Ummi Kulthum, and there was Fatima al-Zahra radiallahu anha. All of his children came from Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha. As long as the Prophet وسلم, was married to this great woman, Khadija anha, he would not be married to anybody else. So while he was married to the other consorts or noble wives, he would be married to others at the same time as he was married to others from amongst them. But as long as he was married to Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha, he was not married to any other wife. He would live with Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha until she would leave this world. So 25 years is how old the Prophet was when he got married to her. At the age of 40 is when he was commissioned with Nubuwa. He is a Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So 15 years before prophethood and approximately another 10 years or, or, or so after prophethood as well. So Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha leaves this world at approximately the 10th year after the mission. So if it's 10 years after Nubuwa, coupled with 15 years before Nubuwa, 25 years is how long the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would live with Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha. And again, as long as he was married to her, he did not marry or take any other wife. Now, the Prophet ﷺ would live in the house of Khadija anha even after she left this world. So for 25 years, he lived in the home of Khadija al-Kubra anha while he was married to her, of course. And if, even after Khadija anha left this world for the next three years until Allah would give the green light and permission to the Prophet ﷺ to make hijrah from Mecca to al-Mukarramah to Madinah al-Munawwah and of course the companions Ridwanullahi ta'ala alayhim ajma'in namely the muhajirun, the migrants until, up until this time the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would continue to live and dwell in the home of Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha 
And Khadija radiallahu anha was the same one who, of course, gifted to the Prophet Zayd bin Haritha radiallahu anhu, who is the first of the slaves to have accepted Islam. We know he was purchased by a man whose name was Hakim bin Hizam radiallahu anhu for 400 dirhams. And it was for Khadija radiallahu anha after she received Zayd bin Haritha, she then gifted him to the Prophet And from the accolades or from the virtues of Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu ta'ala anha, we know that Jibreel alayhi salam sent her salam on one occasion. And we know that the Prophet had given her the glad tidings of her place in Jannah. And we know that even after she left this world, the Prophet though he was extremely courteous and kind to one and all sundry, but the Prophet would in particular be very, very, show extra kindness to those who were of the friends of Khadija al-Kubra or every time rather he would hear the remembrance or the name of Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha being taken it would bring to him a different feeling until Aisha radiallahu anha would obviously sense this and she would say Ya Rasulullah is like not is there not any other woman in the world like Khadija all the time Khadija and then he would reply or respond to Aisha radiallahu anha but you need to understand, Aisha, she believed in me when all others disbelieved in me. She was one who said, I spoke the truth when everybody else had falsely accused me of lying, when I was commissioned with Nubuwa. And and she assisted me and aided me financially with what she had when everybody else closed the door shut on me. And the Prophet said, And Allah blessed me with children from her alone while I did not have children from any other wives so these were some of the accolades of the prophet or of khadija al-kubra radiallahu anha which the prophet made clear to aisha radiallahu as to why he mentions her all the time or why he loved her indeed so much he used to say kanat wa kanat and then he would go on with the sentence now to give us an understanding of what this means it's like somebody were to ask me about so and so for instance um, brother john brother john is amazing he's a wonderful individual He's a great person. But what about Bob? Bob? As for Bob, Bob is Bob. I didn't use a single word to describe who Bob is. But we understand from my expression that Bob must be somebody remarkable. Khadija, can it? Wakanat. And then he would go on. Like Khadija, this is Khadija. Khadija was, she was on a whole different level. The Prophet love for Khadija Tulkubra knew absolutely no bounds. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Holy Quran in Surah Al-Duha, fa'agna. In the tafsir, in the commentary, in the exegesis of this verse of the Holy Quran, Imam Qurtubi rahimahullah is reported to have said that this means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enriched you. O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he enriched you by blessing you with the great woman Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha. And as a matter of fact, the home in which 
The Prophet would reside for 28 odd years is the same home in which she accepted Islam, the same home in which Ali bin Abi Talib anhu accepted Islam, and of course it's the same home in which the slave of the Khadija of the Prophet Zayd bin Haritha anhu also accepted Islam. And this was also the same home in which when the Prophet began the mission when he would recite the holy quran this is where they used to come even the disbelievers when they wanted to listen to what it was that allah had revealed unto muhammad though they were his arch enemies or they were staunch disbelievers but even they would take take pleasure in listening to what it was the verses of the holy quran that were being revealed to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it was here that they would come to to listen to the verses being recited by the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam as well and of course even before darul arqam the place where the muslims would gather and collect to listen to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and this is where they would huddle and this is where the very first comers to islam used to gather even even before Darul Arqam, the home of Arqam bin Abil Arqam, a companion of the Prophet before that was the house of Khadija Al-Kubra radiallahu anha. It was actually here, the, the nexus was the home of Khadija Al-Kubra radiallahu ta'ala anha. And of course, um, Khadija Al-Kubra radiallahu anha would ultimately leave this world after she had spent with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam 25 or so years. So she was approximately 65 at the time when she left this world. And this was sadly the same year where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam lost his uncle as well. So a very difficult year for the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which in the annals of history is known as Amul Huzn. It is known as the year of sorrow or the year of grief. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reunite us with Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu ta'ala anha in Jannah and to bless us with also the same level of love that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam had for her. And we hope inshallah you stay tuned for the next episode.